I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. With Boyd Matheson. Well, today's the last day of August. More importantly, it is International Overdose Awareness Day. Uh, That day marks an annual campaign to end overdose. Uh, Remember, uh, without stigma, those who have died from overdose death and acknowledge the grief of the family and the friends that that are left behind. And as we continue our conversation about the soul of the nation, I think part of the soul of this nation uh, is how we treat our fellow travelers. And this is one of those crucial conversations that I think we missed for far too long uh, and we can't have often enough in our current environment. We're really pleased to have joining us on the program, Susan Peterson. She is the founder of the Sobriety Foundation. She's also involved with Overdose Awareness Utah. Uh, And uh, Susan, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. So I I know that uh, tonight there will be an event on the south steps of the Capitol in Salt Lake City to remember those that we've lost, to raise awareness, uh, to be part of creating positive change. Give us a little sense for that. Yes, uh, we are going to meet up at the Capitol uh, from 7 to 9 p.m., and they have an amazing program up there. Um, Everyone is invited to come and see. The Capitol is all lit up in purple. Uh, It's quite it's quite a sight to see. So we would like to invite anybody that would like to come up there and see this beautiful event. Um, like you said, it's just to bring awareness uh, to all the lives that have been lost from addiction. Um, we, we, we lose a person every five minute, minutes in the United States from addiction. And we lose eight to ten people a week in Utah. And, and a lot of people don't know that. Um, a lot of people, if, if we were losing that many people, even from COVID, which we shut, shut the country down for, uh, everybody would be up in arms. And we lose a, an airplane full of a, a 747 airplane full of, of people a day to addiction. And, you know, if, if, if we were doing that with any other thing, I mean, all the airports would be shut down. Nobody would want to fly. Um, but... But it just it, there's such a stigma around addiction, and and so we're trying to bring awareness to this that that it it is an epidemic right now, um, especially with the fentanyl uh, craze that is going on out there. I mean, it it, it is just awful uh, the drugs that are being brought into Utah. So we just want to bring awareness. We want everybody to come out. Um, it's a it's a great way to learn about addiction if if you don't know about addiction. Um, a lot of people think, oh, well, you're addicted, uh, just quit. 
and believe me, that's what that's some of the last words I said to my son mm. that I, I lost seven or excuse me, 11 years ago from a drug overdose. Mm. So, you know, I, I, I've had to get in there. I've had to learn a lot about addiction. Um, that's how we started Sobriety Foundation. What we do is we pay for the portion of recovery that is not covered by insurance, and that's the sober living portion. Uh, we feel like that is a, a crucial part of recovery. And so we get people that really need to uh, be housed in a sober living home. We help them find jobs. We help them find uh, sober companions to live with. And um, the, the, the thing that we say about, the thing that we like to say is that the, the opposite of addiction is connection. Mm. And um, so we, we connect them with people that, uh, that they can go on and, and live a sober life with. Yeah. Oh, that's that. This is such a crucial conversation. It's an uncomfortable conversation many times. Uh, and, and I love the fact, Susan, one, that you have that courageous vulnerability. Obviously, the loss of your own son uh, is a daily uh, reminder in terms of the, the real cost of all of this. And I do think that a lot of people have that attitude of, oh, well, you know, you're just a partier or, you know, you can stop if you want to. And there's there are so many subtle things, whether it's mental health, whether it's chronic pain, uh, you know, there's a host of different things that can impact or to put someone in or on that path of addiction. Uh, what are some of the other conversations that will be had tonight up at the Capitol again, 7 to 9 p.m., south steps of the Utah State Capitol? Uh, what other conversations we'll be having uh, that we should be thinking about today? You know, Amber Baum, uh, she heads up overdose awareness, and she is absolutely unbelievable. She lost a, a daughter to addiction, and um, it she has a surprise for us every year. <laughs> so we, we really never know what's going to happen up there unless we, until we get up there. And then she surprises us with all these amazing things that she has done and her, and her uh, committee has done. Um, last year they had, as you might've seen, they had everybody that had lost their lives on chairs, pictures of them on chairs. And it covered the whole front lawn of the Capitol and and it was it was just a sight to see. It was you know it it was unbelievable. It just it just goes to show you how many lives have been lost from from addiction. And then she had a speaker um, on naloxone, a mother that spoke about her son that um, had an overdose. She found him in the nick of time, and and he he uh, she gave him naloxone, and which is the most amazing drug. I. I, I I just totally tout that product. Um, but she didn't know that she had to follow up at, at you know, taking to the doctor after that. She thought once she gave him naloxone that he would be okay. But you have to go see a doctor afterwards because the next day he overdosed because she didn't take him to a, a hospital. And, and a lot of people don't know that. I didn't know that. I had, I had no idea. So that totally informed so many people at the Capitol that night that even though that drug is an amazing drug and it saves so many lives, that you do have to follow up um, by a doctor or an emergency room and let them know that, that they have gone through this. Yeah, so important. Those are, again, crucial conversations that we that we have to have. Uh, Susan Peterson is the founder of Sobriety Foundation. It's Overdose Awareness in Utah. Uh, today, this is uh, an annual event, the uh, last day of August, bringing awareness to this. So it's on the south steps of the Capitol. 
and uh, it just honors those that have been lost, raise awareness, and is really about creating that positive change. 7 to 9 p.m. tonight up there. It's worth going up, and uh, Susan, as you said, that connection, the opposite of addiction is connection. Uh, and so anyone listening today, if if you're struggling, if you're at the bottom of that big black hole of addiction and you're not sure what to do, connect today. And even if it's just showing up at the Capitol tonight, uh, but reach out. There's so many great resources. And if you're dealing with a family member who's struggling or a friend or a neighbor or a colleague, uh, we all have that duty. This is part of our soul of the nation conversation. Uh, our duty is to link arms and to connect with those that are struggling and show them through all kinds of resources and ways that they can connect and that they can overcome that addiction. Uh, Susan Peterson, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. It has been such a pleasure. And thank you for making this uh, the awareness to everybody. It, it is so important. Thank you for doing this. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks again. Susan Peterson, founder of Sobriety Foundation. Uh, if you're looking for something to do tonight, uh, that is the place to go. Go to this. Go to the Capitol Steps. It's on the South Steps, uh, South Side there, and uh, there will be a great group. Uh, there's there is always a surprise. That is absolutely true. And uh, again, it's it's awareness. It's being connected. It's being part of something, and it's exploring how do we make change in this crucial space. And so it is overdose awareness, Utah. And I think this is such a, a vital vital conversation that we have to get to. And, and I'm going to circle it all the way back to this conversation that we've had and that we're going to continue to have in hour number two of the program today uh, around the soul of the nation. The president will speak to the country tomorrow. The topic is the battle for the soul of the nation. And I don't really care if you love President Biden or don't like President Biden. Uh, I want to talk about the soul of the nation because I don't believe it belongs to a government or an institution. I don't believe it belongs to political parties or politicians. Uh, but I want to know what you think. What is the soul of the nation? You can call 801-575-7668. You got 30 seconds and just share the essence what does it mean to you? What is the soul of the nation? What is the soul of this place that we call America? We're going to play some of those as we get into hour number two and throughout the day tomorrow as we get ready to hear the president and as we really decide for ourselves, what is the soul of the nation? What are we battling for and how do we win? Stay with us. Hour number two of Inside Sources coming up after the news. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.